There's a song from 2012 with a repeating refrain that goes, I will wait, I will wait for you. Waiting for someone is one of the most preeminent expressions of love. Indeed, love waits. Love knows how to wait. Did you notice the detail about the father waiting for his lost son in today's gospel? While the son was still a long way off, the father caught sight of him. Why is that meaningful? Is that detail? Does that have any ramifications? Why is that so significant? Let's begin here. Do we know how long this son who is lost, how long he's been gone from home? Do we have any idea? We have no idea. It doesn't say. It could be days, weeks, months, a year, years. We have no idea. We have no idea how long the father has been waiting. Second consideration. Do we know when this son is coming back? Any idea? Not only do we not have any idea when this son is coming back, for all the father knows, he doesn't even know if this son will come back. The verdict is still out, much less knowing when his son will be coming back. Would you wait for someone if you had no idea they were going to come? Wouldn't that be utterly foolish? Wouldn't that be a massive waste of time? Why would he do such a thing? And once the son does decide to come back, does he send his dad a text? Does he give him a call? Does he send him a telegram? Do we even know what a telegram is? Does he do any of these things? Does the father have any idea that the son is coming when he is coming? And therefore, if while the son was still a long way off, the father caught sight of him, what is the only way that that's possible? The only way that that's possible is if the father himself is on 24-7 lookout for his son. It's not that the son, or I'm sorry, it's not that the father says to one of his servants, hey you, um, I'm not sure if my son will be back, but since I've got more important things to do, I'll have you be on 24-7 vigil, and if you happen to see him, let me know. Or, it's not like the son shows up at his doorstep, knocks, and the father's like, hey, there you are. The father catches sight of him while the son is still a long way off. The only way that that's possible is if the father himself has been on 24-7 night watch and on the lookout for his son. What does that say about this father and his expectation and his longing 
to see this son, that everything else doesn't matter. He's going to put everything on hold, and he's just going to wait for who knows whether this son will even come back. It's because love waits, and love knows how to wait. And we have a God who is like this Father, who lovingly waits on each and every one of us. Waits on each and every one of us to choose love again, and to come back to Him, to come back to His heart. God waits for us to return to Him in the sacrament of confession. Father John Ricardo states the latest metrics indicates, do you know what percentage of Catholics ever go to confession? Any idea? This is kind of startling. 2% of Catholics, 2% of Catholics go to confession, period. God is waiting. He's waiting for all of us. He's waiting so that we can experience his mercy. And because love waits and love knows how to wait, God also invites us to do likewise, to know how to wait for others. Jesus invites us to lovingly wait and to patiently listen to others before they speak. What a notion. Do you know people who do that? Do you know people who have the self-restraint and the capacity to listen, to be humble enough to be quiet and to really listen to the person before them? What if we did that? What if we could love others in that way by lovingly wait, waiting on them, waiting to speak, and patiently listening to them. That's one practical way. Another way Jesus invites us to lovingly wait on others is for the return of our loved ones. And whether it's our loved ones who have blatantly rejected God in some way or have left the practice of the faith, which is such a painful reality for so many of us, or perhaps it's just us waiting for our loved ones who in some area of their life where God is patiently waiting to be Lord of their lives in this area. And that he too is likewise inviting us to patiently wait on them. Another simple way to express this waiting is to wait on God, spending time with him in prayer, in wasting time with God in prayer. Am I capable of waiting for him in prayer? Or am I kind of milking him and looking to use him for what I can get out of him? What are the nice insights or what are the nice feelings that he can give to me? Or can I simply be patient and listen and simply be? Because love waits and love knows how to wait. And at this altar, how, we might ask, how patient has the Lord been with me in my life? How much patience has he exercised in my life towards me, in lovingly waiting on me? At this altar and in this tabernacle, God lovingly waits for each and every one of us, all week, until the end of time. Consider that. Today, in this holy sacrifice, we ponder a God who waits for us, 
who lovingly waits 